You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Berg Steeler fans. What's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Folks, get used to hearing that. It's not going anywhere. It's only going to expand. I'm excited for that. I hope you are, too. I know that Brian Davis talks about this a lot, so does Dave Schofield. In case you are a fan of another sports team, for instance, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pittsburgh Penguins, we do have podcasts to talk about those teams. Hit me up on Twitter. I'd be glad to share those links with everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. But let's get to the Steelers news, right? Steelers news. Not a lot of news, even though OTA's week two is here. This happens every year. OTA's week one, everyone's there. Everyone's taking videos, photos, great, interviews, awesome. This is fantastic. Week two comes, it's kind of like, okay, it's just... It's just OTAs again. It's football in shorts. What are we going to do? And the, the coverage definitely does die down a little bit. This isn't like training camp. I mean, training camp is a different beast altogether. But so OTAs are back. Not much is happening there. That's a good thing. You don't want to hear about someone you know, coming up limp or walking off the field with a limp. It's just not good. Not good. But that hasn't happened for the Steelers. Don't want to get those uh, lines mixed up there. I do want to say that yesterday, Tuesday, Marked 100 days until football is officially back. That's pretty crazy to me. This year has freaking flown by for me. I mean, 100 days until football's back, I, I it's tough for me to wrap my head around. It's awesome. I love it. I can't wait for it. But, man, like, 100 days. 
less than 100 days now as you're hearing this on Wednesday. Next, <laughs> gosh, I have to talk about it, right? Kenny Pickett's SUV being stolen. He goes to a dealership to do a show, radio show. I think it was with 93.7 The Fan with Andrew Filipponi. I can't guarantee that's what it was, but I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he was at the dealership to do a radio spot or a podcast. The dude's been all over the place. And that's when someone broke in, broke in, stole his SUV, and it had his playbook in it. It's lousy if someone's car gets stolen, even though the car was retrieved within 30 minutes. The playbook was still there. I, I just, sometimes the jokes just write themselves, don't they? When you think about it, in Mad Canada, everyone loves to hate on Mad Canada. His playbook, people rip on the jet sweeps. They rip on the lack of creativity. I've seen so many great, great jokes about this on Twitter and other social media platforms. Uh, some people had like three pieces of paper and said, this is the playbook. Some people just had like a kid scribbling down lines and just really, really funny stuff. Wouldn't be funny if the playbook was stolen, but ultimately everything that I've heard and read, the playbook was retrieved along with the SUV. Maybe Kenny should lock the car next time. I don't know. Last bit of news before we get to the crux of this podcast is Marcus Golden, the newest outside linebacker. He was front and center on day one of OTAs in week two. I believe he's wearing number 54, if I saw correctly. I could be wrong there. He's saying all the right things. He's saying, look, I will do whatever they ask me to do. I will go get the water jug, I'll whatever. And so when people are asking, look, you're okay being a rotational piece here, right? He says, yeah, whatever they want me to do. I'm pretty sure if we went back and checked the tape, we would have said the same thing about Melvin Ingram the second when he came to Pittsburgh. I would just hope that the Steelers have learned from that experience and they vetted him thoroughly. And when I say vetted him, they, they talked to him and said, look, this is what you're going to be doing. Barring an injury, you are backing up Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt. That's it. There's nothing else to it. So we'll see if that happens or if it doesn't. Nonetheless, Golden, it was good to see him back. Good to see him, not back. Good to see him in the black and gold. Not available. All right, so I was thinking about what to do on this show. Monday show with Kevin Smith, in case you missed that because of the holiday in the United States, Memorial Day, go back and listen to it. I listen to, listen to all my shows back because I'm a, I'm a, I try to be a perfectionist. I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not perfect in any stretch of the imagination, but I do listen to my shows. And I listened and I still heard things that Kevin said on the second time that I heard it that I didn't hear the first time when we were actually recording the show. Just phenomenal stuff. It was like a coaching clinic. I learned so much. So go back and check that out in case you missed it. But today I, I, I keep on hearing predictions. I hear... I see rankings and a lot of people are constantly talking about success. That's natural, especially in the realm of sports, right? You want to talk about success. If you're not successful, you're failing. It's one or the other. You're either thriving or barely surviving. That's what I used to tell my lacrosse team when I was their coach. And we chose to thrive. I hope the Steelers choose to thrive. But what does success even look like? That's a common question that I get. What is a successful season in 2023? Most people will say, is it a Super Bowl? Probably not. So what does it look like then? If it's not hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, which we all hope and pray that that would be awesome. But if it's not that, what does it look like? What 
that's the, that's the, that's the podcast today. What success will look like for the 2023 Steelers? I'm not asking the question. I'm answering the question. I'm giving you this information. So I broke it down into offensive success and defensive success. I want to make something very clear before we dive into this topic. This is not, I repeat, this is not about individual players. People want to, what is, what's Kenny Pickett's stat line going to be? Who cares? I mean, if he's playing like garbage, the Steelers are probably not going to be winning games. If he's playing great, they're probably going to be winning games. Guess what the ultimate gauge of success is? Winning games. Therefore, just like how Kenny Pickett answered the question, I believe, on that very same interview on 93.7 The Fan, when they asked if he's a goal-driven guy that writes down goals, he says, no, I have one goal. Win the Super Bowl. Because if we win the Super Bowl, everyone's individual goals are probably getting met along the way. And he's right. He is 100% right. So when you look at success, what exactly does success look like? I looked at 2022. I looked at 2023 trying to look ahead. And I'm trying to say, okay, what exactly am I talking about here? In my opinion, because what is this all? It all boils down to what? Winning games. The Steelers, it's going to come down to points scored. It's going to come down to points scored. Yeah, you might be listening and saying, well, no, no, you know what, Sherlock? No crap, Sherlock. Like that, that, That's pretty obvious. I don't think it's as obvious as you think. The recipe for success in terms of how to move the football for the Steelers was defined last year in the second half. Think about what that looked like. We all remember it. Controlling the clock. Really running the ball efficiently. Just really owning time of possession. That was huge. Now, there was only one thing missing from making that recipe complete. That one missing element was red zone production. So, I want to make it very clear how this happens. I don't care. I don't care. How it happens is secondary to me. If it's play action, if it's a zone running schemes, if it's, oh my gosh, jet sweeps, I don't care. Just get into the flipping end zone. That's what it that's what it all boils down to. Just get into the end zone. So what I did is I chose two statistical categories on the offensive side of the ball. I looked at what they did last year, and I'm giving you some goals, some numbers that I think they should hit this year to see that success. So I looked at points per game. Last year, they were 18.1 points per game. Not good enough. Everyone that watched the team knows that's not good enough. So where should they be in 2023? In my opinion, I think they should just improve by a field goal. And you might even hear that and think, Jeff, that's not enough. 21.1, that's not enough. Believe it or not, that would get them into the upper half of the league. Anything above that is gravy. Get over that 20 points per game plateau, and it still kind of shocks me that at one point in time, when Todd Haley was the offensive coordinator in the Killer B era, we as the fans and they as the players were even talking about 30 points per game. It's incredible. Now, if they could get to 21, awesome. Get to 24, fantastic. But they got to do one step further, the red zone production. Last year, they were 22nd in the National Football League as it pertains to red zone conversion into touchdowns. 519 
was their percentage. They need to ramp that up to get to 59%, in my opinion. Be, be, the, the one out of two is just not going to do it in the NFL. You get to the red zone, you have to be able to convert to touchdowns. That is paramount. It's going to help with points per game. It's going to help cap off those time-consuming drives. We all remember last year in the second half, there were those drives that just, it was a 13-play drive, 14-play drive, 10-play drive, 11-play drive, took off all this time and ended in a Chris Boswell field goal. Those are the drives that have to be, they have to be the, I guess the way, the best way to put it is they can't be commonplace. You can't be like, oh, well, it's another Boswell field goal. It's, wow, I can't believe they didn't get in the end zone that time. They'll have to settle for a Boswell field goal. So points per game, get over that 21.1. That's great. And then hit the red zone number to 59%. So 51.9 was a percentage last year. Get it up to 59%. That's where I want to see them go. And if they can do those two things, you're talking about not just, I don't think the recipe has to change. Let me make that very clear. The recipe for success last year, we're talking about running the ball, controlling the clock. I don't think that has to change. They just have to finish the drives. That's it. So that's where the points per game in the red zone comes from. Let's go to the defensive side. This is more than just, okay, the Steelers need to stop the run. This is more than just, okay, the Steelers need to improve in certain situations. Like everyone loves to preach about third and longs. It's more than that. So for me, this is about getting off the field. It's giving the offense the extra possessions that they might need. So what is, where does that come from? It comes down into two categories, third down percentage and takeaways. Now, last year, Again, do a little stat dive here. Not going all stat geek on everyone. That's tomorrow on Thursday. But still, last year, the defense, they had a third down conversion rate. So you don't want this number to be high. The higher this number, the means the higher you are surrendering third down conversions. They were at 39.4%. Get it down to 35. Okay? Get it down to 35. Get it going in the right direction. That's huge. And then lastly, we're takeaways. Now, defensively last year, you had interceptions, NFL tied for the NFL league lead with 20. They also only had three fumble recoveries and a plus minus of plus four. So with all three of those categories, the interceptions, 20 is a lot. So I think if you can get to 21, just do one more than last year. That's phenomenal. Fumble recoveries. Can we get the football on the turf? And can we, can we actually recover the fumble? Let's go from three to seven. I don't think that's outlandish. Go from three to seven, and then the plus-minus turnover ratio from plus four, let's double it. Let's go to plus eight, and this is going to come down to the offense protecting the ball as well, but I think those are attainable goals. 21 interceptions, seven fumble recoveries, and a plus eight in the differential. If it's better than that in the plus-minus, that's awesome. But notice I didn't talk about sacks. Yeah, I love sacks. Dave Schofield talked about the sack streak that is still going on a 40 plus sacks with the Steelers. It's phenomenal. Yes. I do want them to get after the quarterback. Of course I want them to get after the quarterback, but ultimately it, it, to me, that doesn't come down to that. I don't care how they get off the field on third down, just get off the field on third down. If it comes via sack. Great. I will celebrate like everyone else. If it's an incomplete pass, I will continue to celebrate because they got off the field, get off the field, get extra possessions for the offense Take the football away. 
That's how you're going to equate in success. Add it all together. What do we have here? We have a defense that is getting off the field, which is limiting points scored. They're also supporting the offense. The offense might need some more possessions and therefore have a higher likelihood of scoring more points and improving their red zone percentage. They help one another. That's what successful rulers. And so, no, it might not be some lofty expectations that I'm talking about, but these are legitimate numbers, hardcore data that can actually give you some semblance of, wow, okay, this makes sense. I can see where Jeff's going with this. They're not having to rewrite everything. They can still stick with the script from last year. They just might have to finish in a lot of ways. The defense, get off the field on third down. That's finishing. Offense, red zone, that's finishing. You all get my drift, right? I know you do. The rider cried. The rider die crew is the best. They always have been, always will be. And you know what's coming up after the break in the second half on this Wednesday. Happy hump day, by the way. We got the mailbag segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining me in the second half of this podcast where I answer questions on the mailbag segment. Remember how this happens and how this works. Every Tuesday morning, I put out a tweet. You can find that tweet at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. All you have to do is respond to that tweet and I will answer it live on the air. 
Let's get this show rolling with Mitchell Gibbons. He asked two questions. Hey, Jeff, in your opinion, is Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson a bigger threat to the Steelers' defense? Burrow's clearly number one. Also, what is your go-to 80-shot club? I think that's a golf question. So let's let's start with the first one. Who's the bigger threat? It's Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson, although he's injury-prone, his legs, his he's a different type of quarterback. He, he's a his running ability is so much greater than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson can run, but he's it's not Lamar Jackson. Okay, so that dual threat capability, I'm going to go with Lamar over Deshaun. Plus, I'm not sold that Deshaun Watson will ever be the same quarterback like he was before that year and a half hiatus. My my go to 80, 80 shot club. I'm assuming this is a golf question. If I if I misread this, I'm my apologies. Eighty yard shot. That's just a that's a touch shot. So that's probably like a, a three quarter, uh, three quarter, 56 degree wedge, depending on how I want to hit it. If I want to hit it a little bit lower, I might go to 52 and take a half. Uh, I've even hit a pitching wedge, depending on where the, you know, is it elevated green? How am I trying to stop the ball? All that good stuff. Also from Mitchell, if the first offensive play of the season is a jet sweep, do we fire Canada? No, we don't fire Matt Canada. The first play is a jet sweep. I actually think it would be comical. And I would probably laugh. All right. Next question comes from Bargolem. I hope I said that correctly. If you were the only, if you were the one who found Matt Canada's playbook, which two pages or plays would you have torn out and which ones would you have added? Greetings from Germany. Well, thank you for listening all the way from Germany. I got to be honest. We've seen this is what year three of Matt Canada. It's here. Ben Roethlisberger's last year was his first. Yes. Year three. I have never seen a team suck so bad at gadget plays. And I'm not counting jet sweeps as a gadget play, just so we're clear. And they're awful. So cut them out altogether. Cut them out. No more gadget plays, not for the time being. Which plays, what would I add? I would add more play action passes. That's what I'd love to see, more play action passes. David J. Briggs says they always talk about growing the game. And one of the things why put the one of the things they push is that Nickelodeon stuff. Why don't they bring back NFL films like Game of the Week? I love that as a kid. Their narration, sounds, an actual film of the game that played out like a movie. You know, it was a couple. It was two seasons ago. I had a rant about the the slime time stuff. Some people in the mailbag will still poke fun at me about it. It really ruffled some people's feathers. They're like my kid loves this. Well, I'm like you, David. I didn't need that as a kid. I didn't need SpongeBob SquarePants fat face in between field goal posts for me to be entertained with an NFL game. The game itself was interesting enough. Unfortunately, the the youth of today, they require a little bit more attention than probably we did. And when I say attention, I mean you have to get them intrigued some way, somehow. So that's what they're doing. I don't like it, but that's what they're doing. So I, I love the NFL film stuff as well, so I don't know what's going on. Brian Haynes asked several. Here we go. Why do the Steelers have such a small coaching staff? If other teams have guys in the booth to watch the guys in the booth, watching the guys on the sideline, watching the other team's sideline, then why don't we have a few more guys to help us win challenges? Well, Mike Tomlin was asked about this over the offseason. He said, look, I'd, I'd rather have more control over my coaching staff, and so he wants a small Troll people, their assistants, their spotters. It's probably pretty commonplace in terms of that number. But they, he likes a small staff. That's just the way it is. 
Brian also asked, I just saw a redraft of 2017 and they had the top four as Mahomes, Garrett, Deshaun Watson, then TJ. Why do people still think Garrett is better than TJ? It might be recency bias. Think last year, TJ Watt was hurt, came back, was never really the same. I mean, the dude almost tore his peck. I mean, it's not going to be the same. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I think a lot of people were just mesmerized by Garrett's size, strength, athleticism. He is a freak. Whether you like him or not, he is a freak. So uh, that's probably why. Also, who is more likely to, to make the team, Corey Trice or Mark Robinson? I actually think both are going to make the team. If I'm being honest, if I had to pick one over the other, I'll take Mark Robinson over Corey Trice. I just think they have the bigger need at linebacker. If healthy. Is there a team that scares you or at least makes you think we have no shot? With this team, this Steelers team, no. The answer is no. Not the Chiefs, not uh let's hear who that, not the Eagles next year. Um, I'm trying to think of other powerhouse teams, the Bills. No, I think they have a shot with anybody. I really do. I think this team is has changed and improved dramatically. Brian also asked, would you would we get respect if we win the Super Bowl this season? I feel the whole whole of football fans and analysts just crap on the Steelers constantly. Well, if they win the Super Bowl, you're going to get some respect for sure. But at the same time, Steelers got to go out and get that respect. They got to earn it. That's going to be key too. Last one from Brian. What is a successful year? This is hysterical. Most people say Super Bowl or bust, but that's a bit unrealistic every year. So in your eyes, what is a successful year? If you're talking about the end game, like in the first half of this show, I gave you real clear numbers to look for but i'll say get to the playoffs win a playoff game i would see it as a success really would okay heath davis has several el jefe which of this year's new addition to the steelers who you expect to make the team and contribute do you have the highest expectations for and which do you have the lowest okay so the highest expectations is probably isaac sayamalo i've heard so many good things about this guy and I just hope he lives up to it. The least, low, the lowest expectations would probably be Braden Fihoko. I'm assuming he makes the team, but I don't have expectations for him to come in and be the second coming of Casey Hampton or something like that. So there you go. Heath also asked, after your conversation Monday, what percentage last season do you think Matt Canada outthought himself? What percentage was he, was he just bad? This is what... Coach Kevin Smith said that sometimes offensive coordinators can outthink themselves. They're trying to constantly be thinking one step ahead of the defensive coordinator on the other sideline. Therefore, sometimes they just don't stick to what's working and they try to outthink themselves. I would say that probably it, out of failed plays, if we're taking all of the failed plays, wrapping them into 100%, I would say that 50% of those is Canada outthinking himself. And maybe. Uh, the just see, I, I never put that much onus on a play caller thinking that he is the be all end all. You got to go out and execute the plays. I do think the 50% thing is still true with him out, out thinking himself. The percentage where he was just bad, I would probably say is 10 to 15 because I think the rest is you just have to execute the flipping play. Final question from Heath If you were directing a movie that was the Steelers version of the movie Major League, who would you cast as Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, Omar Khan, and the Steelers super fan? Okay, see here. Major League. So Mike Tomlin, 
I guess is the I'm trying to understand how you're drawing this comparison with one of my favorite sports movies ever in Major League. So if I if I'm doing a football version, Mike Tomlin obviously would then be the manager. And I feel like I just I'm just going with people like I just I just think of. So Mike Tomlin would be like Omar Epps. Kenny Pickett would be uh Morgan Wallen, the country star. Omar Khan, I don't even know who would be Omar Khan. And the Steelers superfan would be the Steelers superfan. I'm struggling with this one, Heath. I really am. My apologies. All right, let's go to M. Dibs. 24. Who are your top five favorite bands? Likewise, top five movies of any genre. Wow. All right. Favorite bands or artists? That's a big question. And I'm just going to go with the ones I'm digging right now. Because... Honestly, my my musical tastes change. They they kind of flow. It's this ongoing, changing thing. So right now, the, the the kick I've been on the longest is this modern country music. But no, not like Morgan Wallen. My daughters like that stuff. That's not me. My favorite artist right now is is a guy named Sturgill Simpson. In case anyone's heard of him, he's a country artist. Does some great work. Definitely thinks outside the box. Love Chris. He's in the top five. Uh, Tyler Childers. He's more bluegrass, but he's definitely in the top five. Um, Dirks Bentley right now is actually in the top five. I really like his new album. And I'll probably go with probably this group that a lot of people haven't heard of unless you listen to like Sirius XM where you listen to Radio Margaritaville or No Shoes, uh, no Shoes Nation or No Shoes Radio, whatever Kenny Chesney station is. A band called the Whelan Brothers. They are Southern California guys. They're actual brothers. Very beachy vibes going on there. My kids love them. They know every word of their songs. I like those guys. Those are my top five right now. Top five movies of any genre. Shoot, that's, again, that's tough. So let's go comedies. My favorite comedies of all time. Let's go with Billy Madison. And then no particular order. Billy Madison, Tommy Boy, Happy Gilmore. Um, I feel like there's another Adam Sandler one in there I'm missing. Dumb and Dumber. And I've just recently been thinking about Wayne's World. I use that as my gif in the mailbag segment. So I'll go Wayne's World too. Good day. I love thinking about that stuff. Good stuff, M. Dibs. Thank you. B. Selfridge says, week one, first offensive play of the game. Do you think Matt Canada is going to call a jet sweep just to make all, all of us mad to start the year off? <laughs> it's funny that two people ask this question. I don't think he's going to do that. I really don't. All right, Nathan Boleg, boop, bop, beep says, what's the realistic ceiling and floor for the 2023 Steelers? I don't think anyone who's being honest sees them going 0-17 or winning the Super Bowl. What is the best and worst case? For him, he says the floor is 7-10, and the ceiling is 12-5, and losing in the AFC Championship game. I will say that for me, the floor is 9-8. and I think they have a winning season. I think it's a very favorable schedule when I look at it. Um, but in terms of the ceiling... I'm going to go with, I'm thinking 12 and five or 11 and six, if I'm being hundred percent honest. So that's where I'm going to go with that. Nathan, thank you very much for the question. And then let's go with doc M Southside doc. He says with an old school approach towards the run game and linebackers in mind, he's probably referencing back to Monday's podcast. Is the game plan enough to be successful in the NFL? Would it be successful enough to win a Super Bowl? If not, what are the possible adjustments that can or will need to be made? Well, Southside Doc, I really hope you listened to the first half. I know you did if you got to this point. Because for me, I think the recipe that I've outlined and so many others have, it is 
a recipe for success in any time. And if anything, when the playoffs come and the games get tight and sometimes the scoring goes down, you got to be able to run the football. In my opinion, it's a better recipe for success in the postseason. Can you win a Super Bowl that way? It comes down to the factors that I outlined in the first half of this podcast. What are those again? You have to finish drives with touchdowns. It's going to come down to being a, a very efficient team. Now, as the margin for error is great without big splash explosive plays, no, it's not. As The margin of error is almost razor thin. And I'm not saying that there's no splash in this offense at all. I think there can be splash. I think there will be splash. But if their MO is going to be grinded out, run the ball, finish the drives, and they do that consistently, and the defense complements the offense like I outlined, I absolutely think that it can work. I really do. I honestly do. All right. That did it. We didn't have as many questions this week. Oh, my gosh. Dropped my phone. Sorry. Didn't have as many questions this week. That's okay. It's not a problem. You all were busy coming off the holiday weekend. I get it. I understand. Next week's another week. I hope you all enjoyed the show. I really liked thinking about the success of the Steelers from an overarching perspective. So make sure you're checking me out on Friday. Hope to have Jerome Betts on for the All Bets Are Off segment. I always enjoy that with him. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. OTAs week two will be wrapping up. All that fun stuff. Make sure you're checking out all of our content on the Steel Curtain Network. Make sure you're that's that includes today. Uh, after this podcast runs, we have the Steel uh, the um, Steel City Insider with Jim Wexel. Check them out. You can also check out uh, Wednesday night the Curtain Call. Make sure you check out Dave Schofield tomorrow morning on Thursday morning on the Steelers Stat Geek. Listen to it all, folks, because it's all great stuff. But you know how we finish it out here. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you on Friday. Go Steelers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.